This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Attention, ditto heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome indeed, ladies and gentlemen. We are here for Thursday's edition of Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour. If you would like to be on the program, all you have to do is dial 800 to 848 WABC 800-848-9222. And news is bursting at the seams this Thursday. We have national news. We have international news. We've got all kind of news. Let us start with this tidbit. You may have heard by now that the junior senator from Pennsylvania, Senator John Fetterman, has checked himself into a hospital for clinical depression. Doctors say the prognosis is good, that he'll be back to his old self in no time. Now, of course, this is being met on social media with a lot of mocking and also a lot of See, this is what Democrats do. They didn't care about his health. They just wanted him to be senator no matter what. And given the events of the last few days, some of the problems that he has said that he's experienced in his brief tenure in this Senate, and now this, one has to wonder, is he healthy enough to serve out a full term? I feel sorry for the guy, frankly. Power above everything. Power above everything. Ohio residents are unhappy. We are now many days after the toxic train crash in East Palestine, Ohio. The attack on the Palestinians, the toxic attack. There was a town hall. One of the attendees dared ask the question, where is Pete Buttigieg? Where is the Department of Transportation Secretary? I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine, said the mayor in return. The mayor also said that Tuesday of this week was the very first time that he had heard from the White House. The very same White House has denied, denied disaster relief funds for those people in East Palestine 
Ohio, Governor Mike DeWine in Ohio had asked for FEMA's help. And FEMA told them, hey, screw you, get out. No, we don't care. Get lost. Take a hike. Go drink some water from the reservoir, from the lake. Now, I find it odd that the same federal government that can hand out billions of dollars in fraudulent COVID relief, the same federal dollars, there's a large, there's a big story this week about the fraud that is remote work. And many federal workers, or at least a number of them that it's noticeable, haven't shown up at the job for now three years and they're still being paid full salary. I find it odd that the billions of dollars that are being paid for things like the Michelle Obama trail in Georgia, like erecting all these LGBTQ centers in various cities as part of the last economic deal that was struck between Mitch McConnell, the Republicans in the Senate, and the Democrats. I find it odd that all this money can be spent, yet when the people, the taxpayers of Ohio, say we have had a horrible tragedy here and we'd like some federal assistance that the government gives them the middle finger. Two days before that train broke down in Ohio, And derailed, there was another breakdown, same train. Long story in the Daily Mail, the Norfolk Southern Freight Train transporting toxic chemicals when it derailed in East Palestine earlier this month had already broken down once on its route. Workers have expressed concern about the weight and the length of the train. This was a train, 150 cars. And some of the workers that are being interviewed now say, you know, too much weight, too much weight, too long. The train should have never been this long, should have never had the weight problems that it did. Doesn't matter. Government, Pete, absent on the job. There's another train derailment, this time in Detroit. One car carrying hazardous materials. Van Buren Township train derailment comes nearly two weeks after the disaster in East Palestine, Ohio. Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul, and Representative Dan Bishop have introduced a legislative bill that would go after health institutions that refused refused critical care for unvaccinated patients. No American should be denied access to critical care based on a personal medical decision, yet tragically, many hospitals and other medical facilities continue to discriminate against those unvaccinated for COVID-19, Senator Paul said in a statement. He said the COVID-19 Vaccination Non-Discrimination Act 
hard to believe this is even necessary, isn't it, folks? The COVID Vaccination Non-Discretion Act will protect the rights of vulnerable patients to make their own health care choices and ensure that federal tax dollars do not support, do not support facilities that turn away patients based on their COVID-19 status. Representative Bishop, the congressman who introduced the legislation in the House, said there's no reason that medical facilities should deny care to people based on their COVID-19 vaccine status. Oh, by the way, a very famous surfer in Hawaii was uh, doing some recording, came up on the beach. The Hill has the story. I don't have it with me. I didn't print it. But the Hill does have this story today, this very famous surfer, young man, man, comes out of the water, comes up on the beach, and then guess what? Suddenly dies. That story is in the Hill today. President Biden finally, 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 finally decided he had a few things to say about the UFOs, this spy balloon, He said today that there's no evidence that a trio of unidentified flying objects shot down following the downing of a Chinese spy balloon when nefarious. We don't yet know exactly what these three objects were. But nothing, nothing right now suggests they were were related to China's spy balloon program or that they were surveillance vehicles from any other country. So we don't know what they are, but he's telling us what they're not. But we don't know exactly what they are. But he's telling us what they're not. Does anyone does anyone see a contradiction there, or is it just me? Well, we don't know exactly what it is. But then he's telling us, but don't worry, it's not related to China, and it's not related to spying. But we, we don't know what it is. Shouldn't you know what it is before you tell us what it is not capable of doing or capable of doing? Eh. Federal prosecutors are in the news. The Michigan State shooting. A former prosecutor whose office dropped a felony charge against the Michigan State University gunman that would have barred him from having a gun, says that the kind of plea deal she made with him, uh, it's just standard, standard practice. When something awful like this occurs, it's natural to revisit the past, but oftentimes the decisions would have been the same. Carol Simone is her name. She said that in an email to the Bridge, Michigan. Now, the shooter there, the alleged shooter, Anthony McRae, would have been barred from possessing a gun. Years before he did this horrible shooting, he had a litany of mental health issues. He had gun problems run-ins with law enforcement. His father said that his his son lied to him about having a gun. 
he was arrested for smoking on the back step of an abandoned building when approached by a police officer. He acknowledged he had a three eighty semi-automatic pistol in his left pocket, told the officer it was for protection. He was initially charged with the felony carrying uh, a concealed weapon without a permit, but Carol Simone let him go. They let him plead down to a misdemeanor, no problem. Now, I say this because liberals always whining about they need new gun laws. we got to have gun laws to stop this. There were laws on the books to convict him of a felony for having illegally possessing a gun, but the liberal DA let him off the hook. And now he had access to a gun and did what he did. There's another story today you can find at the Daily BS about a Soros-backed prosecutor who allegedly targeted her political foes using taxpayer money. That's in Loudoun County, Virginia, Democrat Commonwealth Attorney Buta Bibaraj. She got funding from Soros' PAC in 2019. Well, she's been using her position to go after, allegedly go after her political enemies. There's your Soros prosecutor. 800-848-WABC is the number to call. We have more news. Your calls are going to be a big part of today's program. 800-848-WABC. James Golden, the Sports Nerdist Rush Hour. We're coming back right after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. It is our Thursday rush hour. Glad you could be a part of it. 800-848-WABC. BGs bring us back. Nikki Haley had a picture of herself today. She's out on the uh, campaign trail. She is blasting Don Lemon. Did you hear about this, Scott? Did you? I did not. Don Lemon. Don Lemon, who is uh, in his young 50s, and Nikki Haley is in her late 50s. Don Lemon said that uh, (laughs) Nikki Haley is past her prime. And she is not taking that well. Uh, she said liberals can't stand the idea of having competency tests for older politicians to make sure they can do the job. 
By the way, she says, it's always the liberals who are the most sexist, the most misogynist. He says she isn't in her prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime, and that she and she should be careful about alienating older voters who could be her uh, her strongest supporters. So, not in her prime. Yeah. And the songwriter from Survivor, she used the song "The Eye of the Tiger." He's had it with politicians using his jam for their campaigns. He's complaining loudly. You know, he sued, uh, no, apparently had a a cease and desist order successfully against Mike Huckabee, Newt Newt Gingrich. His name is uh, Frankie Sullivan. He said that if they want to use music for their campaigns, they ought to write it themselves. No, F them. Write their own songs. Half of them don't know what the hell to do. Why don't they try to writing songs? They'll probably be lousy songs, but they won't be any lousier than the way they run everything else. So he's not happy. I've always found it amazing that these songwriters get so ticked off when their songs are used. Sarah Palin is chastising Governor DeSantis. Did you hear about that one, Scott? Uh, Who did it? Sarah Palin. No. (laughs) No, I did not. Uh, Sarah Palin says, (laughs) telling him to stand down, it's not your turn yet. Why does she care? Why does she want to run? (laughs) Maybe it's her turn. I don't know. Maybe it is. It's not. (laughs) We... (laughs) It's not your turn. <laughs> I, just, I love this stuff. Oh, it's not your turn. Uh, Joe Biden has signed an executive order to promote more what? Racial inclusiveness. He says members of underserved communities, many of whom have endured generation of discrimination and disinvestment, still confront significant ba- Did you hear? I'm going to ask you again, Scott. Did you hear what he said about the Maryland governor? Uh, you're talking about Biden? Yeah. The no, new, apparently. <laughs> I've missed all the, kinds of stuff. Today. Yeah, the new Biden, the, the Maryland governor's a black guy. Biden called him a boy yesterday. Oh. Uh, I heard that alluded to, but I didn't yeah, hear what happened. Yeah, he called him a boy. <laughs> this is the second time he's called he's, a black guy a boy, he's boy in the last year. A boy. I'll have to get the. Yeah, I didn't even quote? print it up. He's like, yeah. He says that boy's got lots of years left in him. That boy. Oh, he thought boy. he was on the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I didn't even bother printing it up. It's like Biden's calling another black politician a boy. That should have been the headline because he's done it before. Democrats are now proposing, uh, Scott, in addition to reparations, you'll be happy about this one. I want all you guys to pay attention because this affects all of you. You all might get some money out of this. All you people complaining and complaining that you weren't going to get reparations, only black folks were going to get the reparations money, I, there's something new being offered here. And you people... 
you, those of you who weren't going to get any reparations, y'all might be included just a little bit. Listen to this. She's a member of the squad. That'll give you a clue where this is going. Ayanna Presley, Massachusetts. She and others like Senator Cory Booker, Spartacus from New Jersey, have introduced a new legislation that will allow the federal government to give anyone born, anyone born in the U.S., whether they're citizens or not, anyone born in the U.S. after 2005, a $1,000 seed savings account. And then, after you get the 1000 bucks, the government will make contributions to that account until until they're 18 years old. And that should help close the wealth gap. That's what they say. So what they're estimating is that children in the poorest households, by the time they got through giving them money in their seed account and giving them money just because they were born, the average person, child there would have $46,000 to use for schools, buying a house. That's what it says. How much are they giving them every year? How does it get to 47000 They They're going to just keep pouring the money down until it gets there so that there won't be race and race so that there won't be wealth inequality well it's definitely a different approach well she says the squad member says hey this will help the black and brown people but they're not ruling out white people or some of you white hispanics or even some of you other color hispanics or even asian people or even white people y'all might get some money too So she says that she says that less affluent blacks and Latinx families would get a larger they're calling them baby bonds. So here's where the racial stuff comes in. You know there's always going to be some racial. Well, they just said larger earning or the, uh, the that are not what what was the phrase that they used? She said that they will get black and Latinx people will get a larger baby bond contributions than white families. So they're contributing. They'll let, they'll let some of you white folks get some money, but blacks and Latinx are going to get more money than you simply because they're black or Hispanic, you see. I'm thinking they're going to end up putting this as an extra tax somewhere, though. You win the prize, Jason. Very astute. Here it is. Ah. Democrats say the bill will be fully paid for by raising real estate and inheritance oh, and inheritance is. and inheritance taxes. <laughs> so they're going to take money from real estate taxes and from your inheritance so that they can give it to black and brown people, but let white people get a little bit of the money too. So they'll stop complaining about not getting money. Now, did they raise real estate taxes for the $46 billion they sent to Ukraine? I don't remember. No, they did not. They, were, okay, they had the money for that. Would you please be quiet? They printed that money. Okay. You're not supposed to be asking about that. Would they be willing to print the money for this, too? or just? No, they want taxes. They want, we all the, they want people that have done well to pay for it. So. So it's punitive. 
Yes. Well, I mean, you know, it's you get you get a little something. White people get a little something in their baby bonds. You know, but it's basically though, it's 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 like it's hush money. So see, we're giving you something. So hush up. <laughs> yeah, WABC Talk Radio seventy seven. James Golden, aka Snurdly. Get your baby bond here. Get your baby bonds. WAB. <laughs> we're we're coming back for both Snurdly's rush hour right after this. Don't go away. inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Babyface brings us back. LL Cool J. How are you? Jody Watley. Featured on this recording. And let you dangle in my arms, cause love is power. Can you feel it? Sky's the limit, what you reveal it. Your heart was wounded, God sent me to heal it on a mission. Ain't no stress, love, touch it with precision. Just undress, love, I know the right position. Come on, trust me, girl. Throw this rock up on your hand, I'll give you the world. And your face, hey. on the grill was the honey looking lace. Uh. Yeah, that's a hell of a marriage proposal, isn't it? Come here, let me throw this rock up on your hand. Yeah. That's that's the new romance. Well, I mean, this record is kind of old, but... 
yeah, there's a court of appeals uh, judge in Oregon, court of appeals, Jim Egan. He ruled that, uh, you know how liberals have, have all these sanctuary cities and all that business? So a group, was, a group of sheriffs wanted to do a sanctuary Second Amendment city out there. They want Second Amendment counties, and he ruled against it. Okay. He says the sheriffs did not have the authority to create sanctuaries that, quote, unquote, create a patchwork quilt of firearms laws in Oregon. But then he went and to the extra mile. He accused the sheriff council. He said, as a judge sworn to uphold the Oregon Constitution and the United States Constitution, I cannot stand by without identifying the origins of their arguments, of that argument, and the origins of the ordinance. The history of white supremacist ideology in this country is older than the United States Constitution. He went on to slam them for referencing the U.N., and some U.N. mandates in their arguments. He says those well-documented tropes are meant to invoke white supremacist, anti-Semitic fear of a takeover of our country by outsiders and minorities who are manipulated by an elite class of supervillains. Isn't by definition that's who generally attacks you is outside... Horses. Isn't that just kind of... <clears throat> hey, he's a judge. Uh, Rachel Levine. Do you know who Rachel Levine is? Any hands? Yes. Who's Rachel Levine, Scott? Uh, that would be... <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, Assistant Secretary for Health. Right. It's, it's uh, not identifying as its birth gender, correct? Uh, Identifies as a she. Okay, I'm being careful. Yes, thank you for that. So what she's suggesting, she says she'd love it if there's always a parent. She's she's criticizing a uh, parental rights law. She calls a parental rights law on Twitter a gag rule. She said, one supportive adult, she said, I'd love it if there was if it was always that parent, but it's not always a parent. Frequently is a teacher or a guidance counselor or some other coach or another school personnel. So she said the law forbids kids from talking to these people. If you tell a teacher who has to tell the parent, so it's really a gag rule. And although she doesn't want laws that demand the parents be involved if their kids are trying to switch genders. Or if they're being, I guess, led into it. Uh, and by the way, you remember who Sam Brinton is, right? Hands up, Sam Brinton. Ring a bell, Jason. Nope. This is the 35-year-old person that identified as something else that used to be the Department of Energy bigwig under the Biden administration who was found to have stolen some luggage from people. He was in court. 
He's facing up to five years in prison, $10,000 for that for that one. He's also facing grand larceny charges in Las Vegas. And uh, anyway, he was in court. They let him out oh, on bail. It's happened a few times, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, he's accused of stealing multiple bags. He had to show up in court. They let him out on bail. So that case will still be going. Let's head to the telephones, Why Don't We? Let's go to Leo in Upper Manhattan. Leo, thank you for waiting. You're on WABC Talk Radio 77. Good How are you, Leo? James, uh, I just wanted to talk about uh, John Federman. Uh, he yes. got fighting yesterday or day before yesterday, complete uh, mental breakdown, meltdown. And now they came up uh, actually with information that he was professionally treated his entire adult life for depressions and, and have a mental stress episodes his entire life. Even third grader at that time would know at the moment when he started to get all the problems with the, related with the, with the Senate and half of the nation's going to make fun of him, he's going to just melt down. Well, here's the thing. You're saying now that this clinical depression, this issue goes way, way back into his past, and I haven't read that. What we do know, though, is that right now he's having a fairly difficult time. He had a very difficult time at the State of the Union. He had a difficult time, uh, apparently, very recently, because he checked himself in for clinical depression. And it just goes to show you, you know, during the campaign when people were trying to bring up his mental health, they were being bashed. They were told, you know, be quiet, you're being bigoted, et cetera, et cetera. doesn't matter. Well, I wonder if it matters now to some people. Kenny in Yonkers, New York, thank you for waiting. Hi, Bo. Uh, Bo, long-time listener to you, and I've spoken to you on Saturdays. I agree with you on many points, and I disagree with you on points. What I would like you to acknowledge, and you really don't do it, but I would like you to do it maybe now. There are wackos, and I agree with you, what you were talking about, Presley. There are wackos on the left and the Democrats galore. I agree with you. Let me preface my point by making that clear to you and the listening audience. But I wish you would acknowledge today at the uh, Georgia trial dealing with the investigation of the accusation about fraudulent election claims by Trump and his cohorts, and they turned out to be false. And 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 they're telling the prosecutors that the witnesses for Trump including Trump, should be tried for perjury. But you haven't mentioned that at all today, and I wonder why. Well, I have it in my stack. I was putting it near the end because it's not important. That's why. Here's what we know, and you you stated some things incorrectly. Number one, Trump's name was not mentioned, not once in any of this. All of this right now is speculation. What has emerged in the news today is that There are some witnesses, we don't know who, that have been recommended to the prosecutor to be prosecuted for perjury. We don't know who. And until we know something, why report on something that we don't know the answer to? We don't know. Trump's name wasn't even mentioned in this. Now, there are some people speculating, well, you know, since he's the head mucky muck, how can they not include him 
in all of this, but we don't know anything. And I'd rather not, and I'd rather wait. There are a lot of stories that I hold on to. It's called, you know, it's called I'm, I'm just being prudent. There are a lot of stories I hold on to to wait because there's nothing really of news, and it's just speculation. Speculation is not news. I report on things that are in the news most often. Now, and that's not to say that I'll never report on things and speculate on something, but to me, this one was just not worth it. It's just like, what? Okay, let's see if something happens here. We don't know what witnesses they're talking about. We don't know how many. We don't even know if the prosecutor is going to look at this and say, ah, a bunch of garbage, ah, we can't make the case. Now, my guess is, since you brought it up, my guess is that they are going to try their best to attack Trump. Why else did they start this in the first place? But there's a big nothing burger in this case to me. But we'll see. They will do anything to keep Donald Trump from having a a successful rerun at the presidency. So it's not out of me wanting to hide any news or anything like that. It's just there's nothing there. There are people also speculating that the whole thing, the grand jury probe, was a waste of time and money. We don't know that either yet. So it's a lot of I don't knows at this point. Don't know. But, Kenny, I always love your call, even when you do disagree, and you know that. So I, I appreciate you. I like you're intellectually honest. You see, you you are willing to call things on your side of the aisle, just like you said, a bunch of wackos, and then you will, you know, try to come after me. But I appreciate you. Love you, man. James Golden, aka Snurder, we're coming back. More of your calls, and there is more news. We'll get to as much of that stuff as we can. But I'm going to try to focus on your calls. So, 800-848-WABC is the number. Remember, Cats at Night up next, right after this show. Keep it here. Get that WABC app. Keep it all the time. And we're coming back right after this. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. WABC Talk Radio 77. Antonio Carlos Hobin. One of the composers of this beautiful song that you all know, and there's so many versions of it. This is one of his instrumental versions. He does a classical instrumental version that is outstanding. And also, he performs with Astrud and so many others. Girl from Ipanema brings us back on WABC. A little samba for you. Let's go back to the telephones. Steve in Queens, New York, your turn. Thank you for waiting. Thank you both for taking my call. Um, I tell you, the, the there was a movie some years back called The Manchurian Candidate. I don't know if you've ever seen that or heard about it, 
but it seems to be uh, what's going on possibly in the White House today. And uh, if you do look that up, Elementary in Canada is a famous movie. It was a it, the one a few years ago was the reboot that would feature uh, Denzel Washington. But the other before that was like a 1960s, early 1960s one. And um, one of these icons, I'm trying to, I see his face in front of me. The guy that was, was it Jack Lloyd? It wasn't Jack Lloyd, but he looks like Jack Lloyd. Um, it was famous for like, you know, the false president, the Manchurian candidate. And a lot of people, of course, are going to bring that up given the Biden connections with China. Yeah, give me a break. China. Anyway, but thank you. Uh, yeah, the Manchurian candidate. We all know the Manchurian candidate. Yale, Dutchess County. Thank you for waiting. How are you? Hello, Gale in Dutchess Hello. County. Hi there. Hello. Hi. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Golden. Uh, it, uh, I'm calling. I'm wondering, and a lot of people are wondering, is the country under attack? You know, is China behind these chemical train derailments? You know, there no. was one in D- Detroit. No, in according Ohio to Pete. Uh, no, according to Pete Buttigieg, Donald Trump is behind it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he blamed Trump. He, huh? Yeah. 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 He, he he was he was hired because he got the homosexual vote. He wasn't hired because of his qualifications. <laughs> anyway, and and I'm sure Trump would have would never have hired him. But anyway, and also today, there was a big fire in Kissimmee, Florida, a warehouse. Uh, mm-hmm. People are wondering what's going on. And and also, uh, just before I came here, I got offline, and uh, I, I was on the Internet. And there is a uh, there was a classroom of Asian kids. They were about 8 to 12, 8 to 10 years old. And I say Asian, uh, possibly Chinese, okay? And they were assembling and taking apart handguns actually playing with real guns, you know, while the American kids are killed with, with a plastic water gun. You remember the Tamir Rice kid? Mm-hmm, 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 of course. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you know, listen, there's so many de- – now, this is where I might get into trouble if I start comparing education systems because in China, they don't play. They don't play. You are not guaranteed to just go to school endlessly – you are not going to act up in their schools. If you don't succeed, they will steer you in the direction where the commies will, where they think you will be most useful for society. And what do we do? Here, we're all torn up between these arguments of whether teachers should be grooming children for their sexual preference, whether boys or girls, and they should be able to hide sexual identities from parents, I just did a story yesterday in Baltimore, 2,000, 2,000 high schoolers. Not one, not one passes the math exam on the state level. 2,000, and not one can pass a math exam. We have some serious issues in American schools. Yeah, we have a lot of serious issues in this country that need to be addressed. Meanwhile, we're all hyperventilating over these make-believe issues. Joseph in Long Island, thank you. Well, thank you for waiting. You're on WABC, James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdy. What's up, Joseph? 
Hi, Bo. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I called after you had mentioned that Oregon case uh, pertaining to those, uh, that Second Amendment issue out there. Um, I was mm-hmm. hoping to get your impression about the local issues that we have here on Long Island in particular pertaining to pistol licensing, where it takes upwards of a year and a half, up to three years, just for ordinary citizens to get their pistol license. And you also now apparently in Nassau County have to submit to your analysis in order to Exercise Let me tell you something. These people now- in New York uh, blatantly violate the Constitution of the United States. They do it in the open. And when the Supreme Court found New York's gun laws to be unconstitutional, where they go, they went and wrote another set of restrictive laws to answer the court. They're playing games. They know what the law is, and they know what they're supposed to do. They know that they should not be restricting people from having firearms. But these are liberals. They will mouth concern about the Constitution, but they will not follow it. They will mouth concern about your liberties and your freedom, but they will not grant you the freedoms that were granted to you by the United States Constitution. They do all of that, and yet they still get elected and reelected and reelected. You look at what they've done to destroy law and order and any sense of a safe society in not just New York City, but every blue city in America. And then you say, how do these people continue to be elected? How indeed? Rush used to say this all the time. Liberals are liberals first. They put their liberalism before the Constitution. They put the liberalism before religion or beliefs. They put their liberalism. Liberalism is their religion. And the Constitution is just a pesky document that stands in the way sometimes of them doing what they want to do. And yet they keep winning elections in these liberal cities across the United States of America. It is astounding. Well, my friends... So soon it comes to an end for today. That is our Thursday edition of Bo Snerly's Rush Hour. We're so happy that you join us. And we'll be here, God willing, tomorrow for Friday's edition. Now, Friday, we're going to have a guest that is an investigative reporter. And to me, this is one of the most important cases in American history. The way that the left has been suppressing conservative content organizations. But we'll deal with all that tomorrow. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you and your families. And thank you so much again for being here today. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.